This is FM 100.5, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. From Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad Street, Truman Jones is on News Radio WGNS. Yeah, yeah. Good morning, Rutherford County. Uh, I have two of my favorite people in here, uh, Larry and Bobby uh, Stewart. And uh, Bobby, we always let you uh, introduce everything in here because you, you're you about the only one outside of Greg Tucker that actually comes prepared for things that we would not normally be talking about. Well, I just got some birthdays to... To shout out to some people. Mm-hmm. This weekend, uh, Terry Wilson and Joy ah. are uh, going to have a drive-by birthday party for her brother, mm-hmm. Stevie Nichols, mm-hmm. who will be 60 years old. And uh, they're just going to fix it in the driveway, it, the it, like in a circle. Mm-hmm. And you just drive by, wave at him, hand a card or Say happy birthday, just yeah. and he will be so tickled. Now, where do they live now? Uh, down on uh, on down the road from us. On uh, I can't think of the name of it. Is it Kittrell Murray? Yeah, it used to be uh, Walker Road. Now it's Shepherd Road. Uh, but it's so I'm huh. sure that people will know where Terry Wilson yeah. lives. And Stevie is uh, is a little challenged, so he he will really enjoy people coming by. And, waving to him that's pretty neat it i'm glad they're doing neat. that you know he he deserves all the attention he he can get and we're going to give him some this weekend yeah well you and bobby y'all have got a love in your heart and that and i think that's a big well, thing anybody yeah. that's ever seen stevie will automatically love him yeah he's just, he's just a he great brings guy. a smile on your face yeah and then uh the little boy that we keep that we claim as a grandson ridge uh-huh he will turn three on June 30th. Wow. I know. And they'll be in Florida on his birthday. He will hey, love the ocean. That child has probably done more in three years than you and I did in our first 40. <laughs> because he, they, he's been everywhere. Yeah. And but then, we did, you and I didn't do much we didn't, before we, age that's 40. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, he could do more in a day than we did before. <laughs> we barely got out of the county. Yeah. <laughs> He's been to Atlantic City and Atlanta, Georgia, and he's been. They're going to St. George Island. And, oh wow! Uh, you know, it's just a family vacation. Yeah, so, they're, they're having fun. Yeah, and Sarah Turner, our mm-hmm. best friend and godmother to our children, her birthday is today. And uh, happy just, birthday! And to she's you. on she's on Facebook. Everybody, if you're a former student, a friend, or a relative, give her a shout out on Facebook. Today is her birthday, and I'm not going to tell her age. If she wants you to know, she will tell you. 
Now, why do you guys, you ladies, it's easy to tell a man's age, but you guys don't want your ages uh, out no, in public. It well, it doesn't bother me, but yeah. it may bother her, Yeah. and I don't want to tell anybody. I'm going to let her tell it. Well, some yeah. of these ladies have lied about their age for so long, they can't remember what it really is. But women can make themselves look young. Yeah. We guys, you well, know, we, we don't try. really care. Uh, we don't try, but, yeah. but Miss Turner is plenty nine. Plenty nine. Plenty nine. Yeah. <laughs> my old, my, First time I've heard that one. After <laughs> I got out of my mama's classroom and when I got in the second grade, Miss Evie Jackson was my teacher. Yeah. And she was really tough. She lived with her brother. She was never married. But I, when my daddy died, she was 93. Oh and I asked her, I said, Miss Evie, how old are you? She said, I'm 39 backwards. <laughs> so <laughs> that's about the way she acted. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we've got family coming in for the 4th of July. We're looking forward to that. That's a great time. Yeah, we have a good time. Some are coming in short time. Jay uh, is flying in and can't stay as long as everybody else. He's busy. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's busy. Somebody has to work. Yeah. Huh? Somebody has to work. That's right. Somebody. Now, where to, are you going to house all these people that are coming wherever. in? We we'll, we we always find a spot. Uh huh. Like some may say, stay with Jan. Uh, some stay with us. We'll work it out. Yeah. We'll drive a nail in the wall and hang you up on the wall if we have to. Y'all are two of the friendliest people that I guess I've ever known, and you always welcome people in. It doesn't matter who it is. And when you've got family coming in, that's a special event. And it is. I think most of us still down in this particular area uh, of the country, we still celebrate the 4th of July. It's, 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 it's not just a family get-together, but we, we, uh, we love our country. And I think that's a time that... Uh, well, it's, it's nice to get out and grill out and let the kids... Let the kids play. Oh, I can hear you better now. What oh. happened? Well, I'm not used to hold, using this <laughs> headphones with the microphones, and Larry just moved well, it up. Well, he, he just became the director of the show. I know. Yeah. You've got to have one. Usually he sits back and listens to you. <laughs> I didn't even know where the thing was. <laughs> well, I was afraid somebody was missing out on a birthday. Yeah, but, but, but you got it all taken care yeah, of right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Working good now. Yeah. Now, do y'all y'all don't have any uh, graduations this no, we month? Had do you? One we in, had in one. We had one, but we didn't get to go. Yeah. Well, it, I, I've got one uh, coming up. In fact, my grandson True is is having his graduation Friday at Eagleville, and his his uh, sweet little uh, girlfriend Lauren is is uh, she's graduating also. And uh, the good thing about True and Lauren is they're both got deep roots right here in in the Good. county, Good. and you would know uh, their whole families, I'm sure, all the way up to grandparents and everything. So, but one thing that's that's going to happen at Eagle, you know, uh, Bill Tollett is retired. Yeah, been the principal out there for a long time. And, yeah, uh, great job. But somebody will come in and hopefully will carry on what bill has started because that's a great school out there you know a great hire as far as i'm concerned somebody that's been in the county school system that has maybe been a principal some maybe up around last cassis 
that would be a, a good job for somebody to go into. Well, I don't know anybody like that. But <laughs> you don't? If you're referring to me, yeah. I don't have time, Truman. You don't? I don't when I ever found time to work. I am so busy that uh, it's, it's just all I can do to shake loose and do this show. But you're such a great uh, repair man. If something goes wrong with your tractor or, or something right there, well, you take care you know, of it. Being a principal, you don't have to do that. But no. I'll say this. If I was going yes. to go back to a high, being a high school principal, I would want a school like Eagleville. Yes, yes. It's like we had at Last Cassis that were you know, community-orientated and the, all the people know you. And uh, uh, I was talking to because we won't get into politics, but we went to the Kitzel Ham Breakfast. And, uh, it was a great it was, job. And of course, the politicians were out. Yeah. And I didn't get to talk to Joe Atwood inside, but as I was leaving, she was in her truck, and I called her over, and we talked a while. And I said, uh, How's Wesley doing? Now, that was their son that yeah. I had in school. And she said, God, you remember Wesley? I said, Yeah. I remember most every student I had. She said, God. She started crying. She said, I'm so impressed. And I thought, You know what, honey? It's the way it ought to be everywhere. Yeah. You know, the principals ought to know all their students, but, you know, they can't nowadays. It's too big. But uh, anyway, she was she was impressed. It's a shame in politics today. We've been so overrun by people moving into this community. A lot of people don't know how to judge the, the candidates as far as whether they want to vote for them or somebody else. And, and, and Joe is, is one of these people. You, you automatically know a lot of their background and, and how nice they are. And, and Joe's a, just a sweet, and, sweet know, she lady. Was, she was raised up up in Smith County. Yeah. And uh, that's people from up in there, they've got roots and they've got common sense. And her husband was well known around he here. Uh, you know, I was impressed with him. He called baseball coach. Yeah. And uh, before the, the great Ray Hughes died, he was in our old-timers deal. And mm-hmm. he decided he was going to get all the high school and middle school coaches to come. Yeah. He sent them all a letter. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Mr. Tobit was the only coach that came. But uh, that uh, we appreciated that. Yeah. And, and Kittrell always has done a great job. Kittrell and Las Cassis are two of the best uh, volunteer fire departments that we've ever had, and they do such a great job reaching out to the community. And we went over there because we didn't know really. Uh, I, I talked to the, the, the chief, uh, uh, Donnell, yeah. and, and uh, he said, he told me what all they were going to do. They're going to have it inside and outside, have the tents outside. Uh, and if you're one of these people that's scared to be around anybody, you didn't have to worry about it. I mean, it, it's very, very nice. And those of us like you and me that could care less about what's going on as far as the disease is concerned, uh, as far as being afraid of it, we do, we sat inside. And, man, we had a great bunch we inside. We, we had some newcomers. Yeah. I was glad to see Don Moser came. That's the first time he'd ever been. But yeah. he, he, really he had a little speckly red spots all over well he had he'd, <laughs> he'd have some work done yes yeah. but uh you know dr charles good uh good what impressed me and i don't know whether anybody else noticed it or not was how many from the last cassis volunteer fire department was yes. out there saturday happy yeah and it'll be the same way when last cassis has their fish yeah run. they work together yeah, and, and that's when the the communities 
they were always at odds with they each were. other when there was basketball was going basketball. on and things like that. But when it came to the real stuff, they were yeah. there to help each other. They were, and and, you know, and I think I think people are ready to get out with friends. Yeah, you know, the heck with this crap. My bunch when they were here a week and a half ago. They all got together and went to the Eagleville tractor pull. Mm-hmm. There was a was, big crowd. Oh, there. man. They had to quit letting people come in because yeah. they ran out of room. And uh, everybody had a great time. Yeah. Everybody had a great time. I think people are just ready to come together. There were people who drove in from a long way away. Yes. Just, they had never seen a tractor pull and they wanted to see it. And it, they just couldn't get in. There was, it was just jam-packed with people. Yeah. And then you, grandson really had a good time. He got to sit on one of the tractors. He oh got to stand beside one of the cars. And that's all he wanted to talk about. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of energy at, at oh, a tractor yeah. pull. Yes. Oh, yeah. and, and, and if you look at just the opposite, uh, they had the Talladega race this last Sunday. Well, actually, Monday. I mean, it rained out the first one. But Bud and Kay were there, Bud and Kay Mitchell. And uh, that's always their big, big place because they've got so many friends down there. Of course, everybody loves Bud and and, uh, Kay, too. I mean, she's the sweetest thing. But they were up there pretty much in a 150,000-seat stadium. I guess you call it a stadium. Uh, They only allowed 5,000 in. Well, Bud Mitchell, who's been there, going there for 50 years and has never missed one, uh, he was one of the people that the president of the of the uh, raceway, he actually went over to where Bud and Kay were camping out and gave them two tickets. Out of, and that well, shows they, you. They deserve them. Yeah, they deserve and them. you're always talking about me marrying out of my league. You did. Bud Mitchell did, too. Yeah, yeah, he did also. No doubt about it. Yeah, but uh, he never complains about Kay. Bless her heart. I mean, uh, you've been over to have breakfast with us before over at Bud's, and uh, very early in the morning, and Bud gets up at 4 o'clock in the morning to make sure that we've got everything that we need for our breakfast. He cooks the breakfast. Kay always cooks the banana bread, which is completely, oh, Oh, you couldn't pass it up. Uh, But we live in a a community that's completely different from what the news media portrays. It's unbelievable that they they can't um, show the truth that's what's going on. They had a big thing about Bubba Wallace. he, he had the Black Lives Matter uh, car at, at NASCAR in, in Talladega. And then they come up with this theory that somebody put a noose over there at his place. Oh. And guess what? It wasn't a noose. Been no. There since last year. Yeah, it had been there since 2019. And how they portrayed that, and he doesn't seem to go along with what the FBI found out. So it, it's, it's real interesting about personalities and how they come forward in the news media itself. They go for the sensation of it. Yeah, but it, it, it's tearing of, our country of, down. For every bad thing they tell on the news, they need to find a good story. Yeah. Like I was reading on Facebook, these two young men ran into this burning house and pulled out the occupants. Yeah. And 
nobody said anything about that. Yeah. You know, they're missing some of the good stuff. Yeah. Well, and there were, there were two football players from Georgia. This young woman took her little girl in to use the bathroom, and they said she can't use the bathroom because you're not a paying a customer. Mm-hmm. So these boys went and bought this child something, gave it to her so her mom could take her to the bathroom. And she visited with them and got their names and everything and thanked them because she didn't have her purse with her. She just ran in with her little girl to use the bathroom. So there's good people out there, but the media don't want to focus on them. They will focus on the bad people, just like the police officers having to go arrest uh, all the people that have ended up as uh, supposedly victims from the police. They have all, just about every one of them, committed some type of crime. Yes. And that's the amazing thing. Uh, Why do they focus particularly on what I would call the people who have not earned any type of attention whatsoever except bad attention and and the people that have been out protecting us for for the last 200 years? uh, They're catching all the mess. It's just sensationalism. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's ripping our country apart. It is. The people that we're talking about right now, the newspapers say, well, that don't sell paper. Yeah. Well, when I pick up the paper, I want to read about stuff like that. The article that Monty Hale Jr. had about his daddy in the post. Yes. Oh, that was so good. And, you know, I knew Monty Sr. He came about the same time I did, and we got to be good friends. And, and I like to read about stuff like that. But, and, you know, Terry Hodge talking about Oakland had their graduation last time, how, yeah. how good it was. Yeah. I like to hear about that. I don't want to hear about all this crap that's going no, on. No, we can't hear too much of it. Eight percent of the people are causing all the trouble and getting all of the, the attention. And that's what probably, if they quit giving them attention, they, they'll start acting. And all you got to do is act right, and you won't get arrested. Well, you're talking about a newspaper. Murfreesboro Post is a local newspaper. But, you know, uh, to have it like you and I, the three of us grew up, we had newspapers that were seven days a week, and and, uh, they would not uh, uh, end their, uh, uh, their times that they would be open to be able to print the news out. Uh, until late in the evening, and and we don't see that anymore because they don't want to utilize that amount of money. But I guarantee you, if if the if the Murfreesboro Post would go seven days a week, I guarantee you they would make money because I will not take the the Daily News Journal because no. it's it, 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 it it's not a local paper. It, it's it, Gannett. It's not, and uh, when I was growing up, the uh, rural part of Kentucky that I'm from, they had a weekly newspaper. Yeah. And my mama read it religiously. Yeah. My aunt that lived in Detroit, she would get it, and she would call, and she would say, son, did you read the Gazette? I said, I don't read that thing. Now I can't wait to get the newspaper from Hickman County, Kentucky, to read about the people in Hickman County. They don't talk about all this, this stuff in Portland, Oregon, whatever. Yeah. They talk about Hickman County, Kentucky. I read the obituaries. I, I read uh, what's happening at the ladies' club because everybody in there I, I went to school with. So it's important to yeah. me it is. Now, is that just one day a week that no, the paper comes? Once, once a week. That's one what I say. But this yeah. little community has two newspapers. Uh-huh. 
So, and, and they are... Are they competitive newspapers? Or? No, I think the well, same person owns both of them. The only time they're competitive is when they decide who gets to run the advertisement for bids for the city, and then one's always wanting it if the other one's got it. But uh, usually the one I take is, is one that gets it because they've got more circulation than the other. Well, that's who wants the people want their bids run and the paper that people look at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you keep that newspaper all week and kind of just catch up because... It don't take long to read it, I'll put it that way. But I keep it laying around just for references in case I want to say, did I really read that so-and-so died, how old they were, and uh, and this, you know, what's happening at Jackson Chapel Church? That's where we got married. Oh, wow. Uh, So that's... No wonder. Oh, that's a historic (laughs) place. Do do you have the copy of, of, of the... Uh, the the announcement of your wedding in the... no, but they used to make a calendar that had everybody's birthday on it oh. and then the anniversary. Yeah. But now I was asking somebody the other day, uh, the church where we got married it burned down. The preacher is dead. Everybody in the wedding is dead. Oh my! Does that mean I'm still married? Somebody said, "Did you marriage license burn?" I said, "No." They said, "Well, then you're still married, boy." <laughs> If you weren't married to Bobby Steele, I, I don't know if she would stay there because, you know, there's nothing to show that you actually uh, are still married or anything like that. So uh, oh, how, yes. how would you make that decision, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> well, We've been married so long, I don't know what we would do without each other. I can tell you one thing. I don't know how anybody does without little Janie. Jan is, is, I mean, that, that gal is, has got she's everything a, she's going She's a dynamo, but I wish she would slow down just a little bit. But, you know, she just works so hard. Well, it'd be hard to slow down working for Ronnie Martin because yeah. he's a goal, goal Well, and time, she takes but. care of us. Jay calls every night to yeah. check on us. but uh, If her phone's not out of order. Yeah. Oh, law. Law, law. He got... He started texting me saying, answer the phone, answer the phone. <laughs> well, you were hollering at me when we I were on the it, phone, it, and you couldn't hear a word I was saying. I don't know how close they came to getting shut down. She was about ready to shut down AT&T if they didn't get our phones fixed. But she would have to shut down India if well, they did that. she was talking to. I mean. The, uh, the person you were talking to was from India, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, at least two of them. And I can't, they couldn't understand me because, you know, I'm country. Yeah. And I couldn't understand them because they were from another country. Yeah. And the first two people I talked to couldn't have found my account number, and they hung up on me. Yeah. So the third person that I finally got, a person, mm-hmm. uh, I kept shouting, this is awful, you shouted a recording. Yeah. Have you ever done that? Yes, I have. I know, and yeah. I kept saying... Customer service, please. Customer, and I would just get louder and louder. Mm-hmm. Customer service, I need to talk to a person. Don't hang up on me. Don't hang <laughs> up on me. And I finally got somebody, and I said, I can't understand you. He said, I'll send you a text. Mm-hmm. So I understood him then, and I appreciate that. I got a text that said there was a problem in our area, but our landline was down, our Internet was down, and, and we can take that short term. But I think 24 hours is a long term. 
See, I couldn't and, do that. I couldn't shut down because I've got to have my phone twenty, almost 24 hours a day. Well, see, we had no alarm. Our alarm system wouldn't work. Phones wouldn't work. Internet wouldn't work. And uh, if my cell phone hadn't worked, and I don't have a good speaker on my cell phone, so I have to go to the car and let it come through Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. That I had to sit in the car for about 30 minutes and talk to these people. And I wish we didn't outsource so much. That we shouldn't has, at that all. That has become a sore spot with me. Yeah. I well, think with, that's one thing Trump, I think, is, is, is really working hard to try to do away with all this foreign stuff that's, that's kind of when, taken over. Yeah. And I looked up to see if we had a local mm-hmm. AT&T representative, and it went to the cell phone building out on Thompson Lane. Mm-hmm. And all they could tell me was, we sell cell phones. We don't do repairs or anything like that. Because it was out so long, I thought it was something wrong on our end. Well, AT&T, U-verse for your television, they do have local people that come in and, and take care of it. In fact, you, I can call them, and I'll guarantee you in 30 minutes they'll be out there. Well, that's good. Yeah, but that's a lot good. of it you can do yourself because it's already preset. Yeah. That that uh, it'll it will correct itself in a certain amount of Her time. And our neighbor down the road, mm-hmm. the Armstrong, they were talking on their cell phones to each other, and they came up with that it was a cell phone tower problem. And I'm thinking, well, you're talking on your cell phone. I mm-hmm. don't see how that could be a problem, but they said it might be. But uh, well, they, they got to say something. They got to straighten out. Well, yeah. whatever it was, they just said that it was a problem in our area, mm-hmm. and they gave me a website to log on to, but I couldn't log on to it because my Internet was down. So, you know, what they told me to do, and I don't want them. This has happened, what, three times in the wow. last six weeks. Mm-hmm. It's been uh, a problem. But this is the longest our phones have been out of service, 24 hours. Well, uh you brought a, uh, well, Bobby actually brought it, a, a little magazine, a uh, sports magazine. Yeah. Uh, that was, well, what was OVC. OVC yearbook 1962. Most people around here, don't, they don't even know what the OVC was. He's going to ask some questions, and we're going to see if some of our older listeners know the, the answer. OVC was the Ohio Valley Conference. Yep. That Middle Tennessee was in at the time. They were also in the VSAC conference. Before this. Yeah. But anyway, this is the first year that Austin P came in. And anyway, they put out a yearbook out of every school and their players, their pictures, and and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I found out that there was a player that graduated from Murfreesboro Central High School that played at Tennessee Tech. I didn't think that had ever happened, but if anybody knows who that is, and let, let's give him a little hint, because oh, I answered it. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, the, he played on the nineteen sixty Murfreesboro uh, team, uh, the Tigers, and uh, it was I still think the best team ever played in 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 the state of Tennessee, even including the Jimmy Montgomery days and things. They were really really good. And you you told us at the breakfast table that that when they played David Lipscomb, that he outplayed Clyde Lee. He did. All over the place. He did. They just absolutely killed him. Yeah. Yeah. And that was did. that was an unbelievable. And Coach Pate had that was the best coach team that he ever had, except when he went to the the state tournament, and he still 
before he died, he said, he said, I, I, I cost us that game. Well, I didn't see the 60 team, yeah. but I did see the 65 team, and nobody in the state beat them that year. So that makes me think no. that the 65 team was probably the best All right. in the Central. You ever. got uh, the one guy who was almost 6'11", the center. You had um, uh, two forwards, actually three forwards, uh, that were 6'5", or better, and then you had uh, the one guy that played during close to your time that uh, was a really great basketball player and golfer. That was my next trivia question. Okay. And at this same time, a graduate of Murfreesboro Central High School played on the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders team. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, have we got two questions out there? Got two questions. Who was the one that played at Tennessee Tech, and who was the one that played at Middle Tennessee? Yeah. And I'll guarantee you there are people out there, because I know a lot of my classmates listen to this show every day. Yeah. So, they have got to know, because sure. we graduated the year before. I'm that. sure there's a lot of people that know the answers. I just don't know how many people are listening to the show. <laughs> Maybe. Well, you're on, so it's well, always, I mean. I there's hey, there's just one Maybe listening, one but um, we do have a couple of callers. Oh, All right. So good. All right. Caller, welcome aboard with Larry and Bobby Stewart. Hello. Hello. Hi. Good I morning. Have, I don't have an answer for that, but I've been holding forever to ask uh, Miss Bobby uh, who she has her security system with. She. She doesn't need to have a home phone for that. Right, but we we, we got it with uh, ADT as the, the alarm system. And you're right, but we, we still do, but we need to switch it over to her cell phone. But we don't have a good coverage at our house for a cell phone. Sometimes we have to go out in the driveway. So that's that's been the holdup. But, uh, yeah, we, yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, but, Mr. Larry, they have a new thing they put on the inside of your security box in the house, and you don't have to have a phone. Well, we'll have to check that out, won't we? Are you wanting to give them the advice? <laughs> well, I, I think she's exactly right, and I think that's what we're probably going to do. Well, I didn't know it till I, till I paid attention to what was in my bill one time because I never read it. And, and yeah. you don't have to have it, so I dropped my home phone years ago. Yeah. Well, we still need a landline at our house because neither one of us can hear on the cell phone. Well, yeah, I Larry, don't, Larry don't likes the receiver on the landline because he, he has a hearing problem. But, but, we'll check into that. Yeah. Thanks for the advice. Yeah, and I just want to tell you that uh, I enjoy listening to y'all and my uh, granddaughter has moved over to uh, 12 Corners, and uh, her, she and her family and the kids are going to Las Casas School, and they really love it. Well, they, they've got a great school out there, and we had one when I was there, and it's probably even better because Miss Blair does a great job. Yes, she does. Okay. Well, All the teachers there, are, are they love children, and that's yeah. what makes them so good. Yeah. Well, check into that, Okay. Yes, sir. Thank you, ma'am. Uh-huh. Bye. Very nice call. And I think we may have another one. Brian called me and said we may have another guest on the line. We do. I'm, I'm on I'm on the line. Uh, John L. <laughs> Tell us about it. <laughs> well, that was Robert Henry. 
That's was exactly Robert Nunnery. That's exactly right. That see, you and I are we guessed it right the very first time. Oh yeah, yeah, because well, that was a big deal when he left in Central and went to Cookville. Uh, yeah. Well, I noticed he was majoring in engineering or something. And back then, Tennessee Tech was the place to go if you were going to be a engineer or whatever. So I mean, I well, understand. It, well, who was the other one? Do you know the answer to that? What was the other question? Who was, along at that same time, there was another graduate of Murfreesboro Central that played for Middle Tennessee State. Oh, it had been Dan Midget. Dan Midget. Hey, we're two yeah. for two. Hey, he wins both prizes. What should you tell him what he's going to get? Larry is selling his uh, boat, and and you just won that boat. Just, hey. just go over to his house. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Really. You know, I've always heard that B-O-A-T, is, it don't stand for boat. It stands for bring on another thousand. That's about right. <laughs> well, well, anyway, I did know it. My son graduated from Tennessee Tech, too. But oh, that was in 04. So, I mean, it, he's an engineer. Yeah. Well, it, you know, we couldn't stand them when I was at Middle Tennessee State. We couldn't stand them. And the two years that I played at Middle Tennessee State, there was only one school in the conference that we didn't beat, and that was Tennessee Tech. you got to be kidding. And it, and it wasn't that they were that good. It's just that we get so tight when we play them, we couldn't do anything. Well, football was the same way. Thanksgiving uh, oh, game yeah. and all that was always uh, big for because it was just right down the road. That's right. And if you know, had, if had the totem pole. Fans would. Yeah, the That's totem right. pole was stolen I don't know how many times. Yep. That's right. Now, I guess you All right. the totem pole was named after. No, I don't know that. It was called Harvey. Yeah. Oh, Harvey. Yeah, Harvey. Yeah. Harvey, the totem pole. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh, okay. We go back a long way, don't we? Go back. A, we go back a long way. Yes, we do. <laughs> All right, both of y'all are younger than me. Okay, thank you for calling, sir. All right, bye. You know, we need to do that more often because I, I think that that is a lot of fun to be. Uh, the the ones that maybe know all those historical questions, because well, you, you could tell that our caller was a seasoned veteran. Yeah, but a lot of people I thought would guess Ken Lanham. Now Lanham was on the Middle Tennessee team at that time, but he was a freshman. Yeah, and back in those days, freshmen couldn't play varsity. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He would, no, he that's as Brian telling me as John L. Beatty. I, I should have mentioned oh, well, his name. I, 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 I shouldn't. Name. I should have. Yeah. He, I, I guess the strawberry strawberry season over with I now. Imagine it, if it's not, it's about over. Yeah, they have the best products out there at, at John L's, and people need to take advantage of, of, of a lot of and that because a lot of work goes into it. There's another Bud Mitchell. Yeah, John L. Beatty has done as much for this county as anybody. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, should get a lot more recognition than what he does. It's not just Beatty Farm. Yeah. It's good old John L. Beatty. Yeah, I agree. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back and uh, have Larry and Bobby. 
from Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad Street. It's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming online at WGNSradio.com. News Radio WGNS. Mary Catherine Hughes, sold by MK, powered by EXP Realty. I want to let you know that we are hearing from our mortgage partners that interest rates are at an all-time low. In fact, they're at rates lower than most of us have seen in our lifetime. So I ask you, if you're interested in making a purchase of a home in 2020, you may want to consider doing it sooner than later because the same house you look at today could sell for ten dollars to $15,000 more in the coming months. So why wait? Give me a call today. Why join a credit union? Credit unions offer the same services as banks, but are not-for-profit. Credit unions are owned by their members, not Wall Street investors. Credit unions are among the highest-rated services ever evaluated by Consumer Reports. Need another reason to join a credit union? If you join Heritage South Community Credit Union now through June 30th, you could win $2,500. Sounds like a good reason to me. Learn more at HeritageSouth.org. Insured by NCUA. We're discussing these challenging times with Councilman Eddie Smotherman. With all that's been going on in our country, Murfreesboro seems to have come through it better than most cities. How have we done it? Our leadership team in Murfreesboro has made many good decisions to keep our city safe, while at the same time keeping the quality of life high. We've got a great city, and I plan to keep it that way. Paid for by friends of Eddie Smotherman for City Council. Eddie Smotherman, Treasurer. I'm Eddie Smotherman, and I'd appreciate your vote for Murfreesboro City Council. Now, an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. Police in Murfreesboro say they've arrested an executive with Middle Tennessee Electric on charges he raped a nine-year-old child. Officials confirmed yesterday that Dane Applesamy, who works at the power company as vice president of information systems, has been indicted by a Rutherford County grand jury on three counts of rape of a child. Apple Sammy been under investigation since February after the Department of Children's Services notified police about the abuse. Middle Tennessee Electric released a statement saying they're aware of the allegations and are monitoring the situation as it goes through the legal process. A Change.org petition calling for the removal of a Confederate monument in downtown Murfreesboro. As of early Wednesday morning, the petition has accumulated over 2,700 signatures toward its goal of 5,000. The creators of the petition say it's wrong to memorialize rebellion against the United States and the monument should be moved to a cemetery or a museum. The monument was sponsored by the United Daughters of the Confederacy and has been on the square since 1901. When physical distance isn't possible, the law offices of John Day has you covered. They're offering complimentary washable face masks on a first-come, first-served basis. We've got cloth masks for people to help protect them. We've got a thousand of them that we're going to give away on Saturday morning, the 27th, between uh, 10 and uh, noon. So just stop by the parking lot out there in the front of the building, and we will be happy to share with you uh, a mask. For your convenience and safety, they'll be handed out via drive through at 1639 Medical Center Parkway. Socialize with us on social media. Just log on to Facebook.com slash WGNS Radio and click the like button, or follow us on Twitter at WGNS Radio. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. This is Ron Hall with Fair Construction. 
if you're like everybody else and are seeing these nice new homes and, and come back home and look at your shower and, and want to do a large shower, a big nice shower, or update your kitchen to nicer cabinets, we can definitely help you with that at Farrah Construction. We are a local company, as we've said, and, and we care about you, and we want to make sure things are right when we leave your house. Call 615-893-6120. Fair Construction Company. French's Shoes and Boots is here to support our community with their shop local sale. Essential workers, French's has you covered with great deals on work boots and safety apparel to keep you going. For everyone else, spend time outdoors in comfort and style with a new pair of sandals from brands like Chaco, Birkenstock, and more. And while supplies last, get a free bottle of hand sanitizer with any purchase over $100. It makes good sense to shop at We'll see a few spotty showers and thunderstorms here this afternoon with mostly cloudy skies, a high in the mid-80s. Winds will be rather calm. Tonight, mostly cloudy, alone near 64. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 70. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. From Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad Street, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5-101.9 AM 1450 and streaming online at WGNSRadio.com And welcome back and Bobby's gone, Larry. She's got a lot of work to do. We're She's, not at full strength. No, no we're, we, we've kind of lost a We'll probably lose a lot of listeners right now. I'm sure we will. We shouldn't have told them. No, no. But, well, you know. Bobby's one of these people that she's always having to take care of everything. You, you know, I had Jackie, and Jackie did the same thing, and I would just kind of float along. And I tell you what, it's rough when they're not here anymore. Well, she's cross-training me on paying the, writing the bills, writing the check for the bills. Uh-huh. And Is it working? I told her yesterday, I said, I tell you what, you remind me when that AT&T bill comes in, we're going to knock off whatever it is per day, we're going to knock it off. Yeah. She said, oh, I don't want to make anybody mad. So I guess that's probably end up my bill paying for a while. But, uh, you know, they charge you, you know, whether you use it or not. And if you can't use it, you ought not have to pay for it. Well, that's just like having all, all these TV things that we have to go through. Uh, you have about 300 stations, uh, what, whatever you've got. I've got U-verse, and I will only use three or four of them. The, I'll use five or six because i got a lot of Western channels that I, yeah. I watch. Yeah, well, that's Red, about the only thing worth Red, watching anymore. Me TV, oh, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, about all it is. And Nick Barris called me a minute ago, and you know how I am about news stations. I won't watch one unless it's a conservative station, something that still has some value to it. And uh, he is now a, um, what is it, when when you're there at the set and you're uh, giving out all the news, you're not out there working like you used to, be all over the country trying to work up a, a, a particular, uh, um, I, I guess, something that was very, uh, strong going on at the time. I can remember when I think he went into, he did go into Mexico to interview a, an attorney many, many years ago. And I found that that Nick was one of the very few uh, reporters 
that would uh, treat me the way that you wanted to be treated and wouldn't misquote you and all those other things. Uh, Lisa Marchessoni was really, really great. In fact, uh, she's at the sheriff's office right now. She saw the light the way it it should be. But um, I guess I'll have to listen to him when he comes on in the morning because I I don't like the local stations. I'll watch 17 uh, sometimes, but... uh, um, I'm, I'm just, uh, I, I'm at the point where I would like to get rid of everything on television and find a way to, uh, watch my, uh, movies and things like that and do away with all of this stuff because all it is, it, 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 it gives you an ulcer to be perfectly honest with you, to listen to all it's that. It's aggravating and you know, about out of your 500 channels you get 400 and 75 of them will be advertising, a lot of them advertising Medicare Plus. You, know, you see that all the time, Joe Namath and all that. But, you know, he looks guy, like he needs it. The guy from Channel 2 that was always keeping something stirred up named Turco. Remember yeah, that? I remember that. Well, I was in my office one day. We'd already moved into the new school, and the old school should have been torn down the day we moved out. But it was still over there, and mm-hmm. it was causing problems. And so my secretary came and said, Turco was outside. Want you to come out there. And I said, was that I, when they were taking the bricks and everything? Off oh, of it? Yeah. Said, <laughs> no, that before that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I said, I'm not going out there yeah. and talk to Turco. Now, if Turco wants to talk, he could come in here. Well, he couldn't bring his camera. so But anyway, he came in. That worked out. And uh, you know, he said, What do you think that needs to be done? I said, Well, they should tear it down because it was, you know, the water under the building and, and all this stuff. And as he said, Well, it's dangerous. I said, I agree. And he said, well, the, the people that are going to the softball games, they worry about their kids getting hurt. Wouldn't you worry about it? I said, no. He was he just said, stirring up trouble. Yeah. He said, why wouldn't you? I said, because my kids would be sitting with me. They wouldn't be roaming around. Mm-hmm. I'd shut him up. He never said another word to shut everything off. And that night I watched the news and he showed, oh, we had an old piano on the stage. And he turned it over and made a big deal out of it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just it's always trying to keep yeah. something stirred up. Yeah. I remember we did play a uh, softball game over there. Uh, we had members of the sheriff's departments, and we volunteered to go over. And for whatever reason, I was playing left field. And there was a lot of growth out there in left field at the time, uh, which was should be far enough away to keep somebody from hitting one over my head. Well, somebody just really blasted one. I can't remember who it was. And as I was running backwards to catch the ball, actually I was running sideways to catch the ball, and I ran into some kind of foreign equipment out there. <laughs> I get that, but it took me out of left field pretty quick. Well, it was probably something Buddy Brown had left when he donated the, the, the land. He forgot yeah. it was over there. But you remember when Buddy had his little sail out there? Oh, yeah. And, and oh, yeah. Uh, that was one of the more interesting sales I've ever been to in my life, and I'm not sure he wanted to sell uh, anything out there that particular day. Well, he, buddies like me, he liked to keep up with everything his stuff. I sat up there one day, of course, I stayed at Brown's store a lot, and mm-hmm. you did too. But, yeah. Uh, Buddy was having trouble with, he had some goats out there, and they were getting out in Linda's yard. Mm-hmm. She came over to fuss about it and said, do something about them goats. So Buddy said, come on, Stuart. I thought I was going to help him. And he went out there and he had an old Corvair car sitting there, and he just that goat was getting up on that car and jumping over the fence. So Buddy just raised the hood on that Corvair, and we went back in the store. <laughs> that kept the goat from getting in Linda's yard. But instead of getting rid of the car, uh, Buddy was using that to his advantage. 
I believe we have a caller on the line. Oh, we'll caller, go. welcome aboard with Larry Stewart. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, morning Casey. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. You all always, this is one thing about you all's program. You all may be the last show that makes sense in a day and time like today. You all mentioned television. Man, I tell you what, if I was a football kicker, I'd take mine and just pitch it up there and get a good kick behind it. You know, you all saying something, man, television is terrible. How can somebody spend so much time and money on something that ought to be, that, you know, they make them laws that you ought to just, you know, come on, let's, I'm going to put it to you like this. You all remember the rival man and wagon train? Oh, yeah. If, if yeah. You I'm telling you, we we didn't know because we were young back in the day when it really was, you know, come on. But I've started watching it now. If anybody want to train your children and and give, you know, good information is good anytime. They was those shows had great learning potential with them. If you really get into them and know how to, you know, train your children. I didn't rival man really train Mark. Yeah. He raised Mark. Uh-huh. A lot of people didn't know this. You know, we, you know, just we, didn't, excuse me, we go didn't go out after watching that stuff and shoot somebody. Yeah, and, you know, was, you know, Jim Hardy always wore a gun and tails of Wells Fargo, but, I mean, you didn't go out and shoot nobody. That's right. They trained. It was, it was teaching because he, when he told Mark no, he meant no. That's yeah. right. And you, you, y'all, y'all feel me? And, 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 I mean, I'm thinking, man, it's a lot of people need to watch these shows and watch them with your children, spend some time, and let them know why they're saying this and why they're saying no to this. That's right. You, you know, they right. have to, I'm going to say one more thing. I'll be out of your way. About a month ago or less, they had some people to get on, come up, hook up with the wagon train, but they was training and teaching, brought up on a voodoo. Uh-huh. I don't know if any of you all caught that show, but man, I said, and it, it, it started a big stir on there. Back in the old days, but that they were training them how not to deal with that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I tell you yeah. Our, our mamas told us that this stuff on TV is not the way it is in the real world. You don't That's go out right. and shoot people, and you know we all had knives because we cut hay strings and stuff, but we didn't go out and stab people. With That's them. right, man. I tell you, so television, television people is poison. You're right. Yes, it it's is. Po- yeah, and like I say, you got all these stations, and it's a joke. You see the same thing. How many times do you have to see the, the same thing to know this is, I mean, commercials, rings, food, rings, and food, eat, eat, eat. The same stuff over and over again. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. this is dangerous. Have a good day, yeah. gentlemen. You okay, too, Casey. Thank you, sir. I love Casey. He's probably a pretty knowledgeable gentleman he's very knowledgeable and he's also very talented uh i think we just had another caller this is our caller day oh they called yeah caller welcome aboard with larry stewart hey truman hey larry uh, hey how you doing i'm doing fine i haven't been seeing you in a long time since i ain't at walmart anymore when you come through well we just don't get to get out right. with you <laughs> That's all right. You just keep on going back. But now, uh, what I want to tell y'all that. guys about the television, yeah. I have yeah. Dish Network, and I love it. But with my husband, he has to have the sports channels. He has to have the Western channels and stuff. 
But if you're not in a, in sports and everything, I've got a good friend. He was telling me about it. He said, call Dish Network and tell me you want the value back. I said, what? He said, call Dish Network and tell me you want the value back. You pick out the kind of channels that you like and you watch the most, and they will try to put it in a pack for you and cut your bill down in half. He went well, from 150 to $73. And... But I tried it. I couldn't do it. Mm. So it well, might work, y'all guys. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've got where I don't watch sports much because there's not any on right now. But It's all it's, politics. Yeah. It's, it's, it's gone negative like I, all the I other stations. I don't watch it. Yeah. Well, I don't even watch that old politics stuff. I, I, take the weather, I take the news just to see the weather, and I zoom through all that just to get to the weather. And after the weather goes off, I cut it off. I ain't watching that mess. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, I didn't know if y'all wanted to check out and if y'all have Dish Network and see if you can get the value back. And I, I mean, it saves you some money. But Don't anyway, guys, it. y'all have a good day and be safe, okay? Thank, Thank you, you very much. Time. You too, hon. All right. See ya. You know, um, what we're hearing is what we've always called the silent majority. And those are the people that are never heard from. And you don't get opinions. And, you know, that's always what makes a difference on Election Day, especially when we're looking in November in, in the presidential race and the congressional and things like that. So um, there, there is still a lot of people out there. They, they want some calm and, and they want some uh, security and leadership in, in this country that's not ripping it apart. Uh, you know, uh, here in Rutherford County, we've seen these protesters come in and, and the police here, of course, did a really, really great job. And, and I was so proud of them. Uh, but uh, uh, people are tired of these uh groups that want to come in and destroy our country and you start from the history of the country and work on up and uh, we've seen it happen in other nations where that was the beginning of, of the end pretty much of, yeah. of the government that they had well i get to thinking during all this pandemic or whatever you want to call it back in the old days if we didn't want the indians to have something the first thing we did if we don't let them go to school. Mm-hmm. Same way with the blacks. If they go to school, they go to the inferior school. That's the way they kept them down. What's yeah. happening to us right now? We're not allowed to go to school. We're not allowed to go to church. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but we can have 60,000 out here demonstrating somewhere, but then we can't get in a crowd. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm pretty well fed up with it myself. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think I would ever see this nonsense I mean, it, happening in our it, country. Uh, we we lived through, and you said your brother had it. We lived through the polio epidemic yeah. back in the fifties. Mike and I both had it. And, uh, yeah. Oh, my mama was tore all to pieces, afraid us boys was going to get polio. Wouldn't let us do this, that, and other. Yeah. And and you know, and it was bad. People got it. Yeah. But uh, it was probably worse than this virus. But uh, you know. People didn't get all been out of shape. They did what they're supposed to do, and you know we got past it. Yeah. Did you see where they were, they took down the uh, statue of Teddy Roosevelt of all people? Uh, they, they they try to find something that's wrong in in, in their lifetime, 
how many people that have been born and 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 uh, raised in this country have been perfect? None. None have. No, no. Uh, but but they became. They did so many great things for our country. They had great leadership abilities, and they actually created this country. And, and those are the ones that they're trying to destroy. The Roosevelt boys, Teddy and and Franklin D. Yeah. Were the big part of that. Yeah. And uh, you know, I don't care what you say. You know, Franklin D. Roosevelt was probably the best one we've ever had. All right, got two more calls. Well, good. First caller, welcome aboard. Hello, is that you're that on. me? That's you. You are on. Hey, yeah, I just I listened to this. Uh, I'm so glad to be American, but I'm still worried about we ain't got America no more. But the kicker, that Bubba Wallace incident down there in Alabama, they're talking about having a hangman's noose and put that all over there. And the daggum thing, every garage down there had a hangman noose. It was, it was a handle used to pull those garage doors down. And they made one little instant about that. It was a hangman's noose. It wasn't a hangman noose. It was a piece of rope roped around there where they could pull those garage doors. Every one of them had it in it. And here comes your fake news going. And they've destroyed us, fellas. And I'm telling you, it's a sad, sad, sad day for America. A sad day. But I appreciate you guys and I love you. Love you to pieces. God bless you. God bless America. Yeah, God bless you too. situation, but maybe we'll come out of it. Yeah, we will. All right. Next caller. Welcome aboard with Larry Stewart. Good morning, Truman and Larry. I'm a uh, Last Cassian. I live out in Last Cassis. Good. And uh, good morning, you guys. Good morning. Um. Well, I was just driving down past the Stone River battlefield, and I looked over, and they are removing the cannons, and uh, they've got them on some trailers, and I'm just wondering what's going on. Have y'all heard anything? No, I hadn't, but I can guess. Well, it, it, it worries me because I am a loving person to my country, and I just hate seeing what I'm seeing with our monuments, our statues, our history is just being torn down without any regards to our feelings because they think it offends them. And I think our country needs to stand up, not, not fight back like they do, but stand up and protect our history. Thank you. You're exactly right. And, you know, I can't understand Christopher Columbus discovered this great country in 1492. How in the world can that offend anybody? I don't understand. Well, it's just little minor things that they bring up, and and it relates to everybody. Uh, But you got to look at their accomplishments and how they were uh, so incredibly uh, uh, pro uh, building a country that gives uh, freedom to everybody, and 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 you uh, you are able to um, build yourself up into whatever you skills that you have that you can relate back. Uh, you know, remember John F. Kennedy. A lot of people uh, surely remember his statement, but how many people does it actually fall on, on the ears of this day? Uh, that's not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. And, and 
people are just so concerned with themselves and uh, and a lot of these uh people that who want to erode the very fabric of this country they're utilizing those particular people and it, it is not going to work i guarantee you i uh, got another caller on the line hey, caller, hey, welcome hey, above. truman before we get to that caller i just wanted to respond to the previous caller that was asking about the removal of those cannons and whatnot they yeah. are doing some regular maintenance on those cannons, and so they have to take them in, do cleaning and all that kind of thing since they're outside. So we did find that information out uh, real good. quick. Well, good. So. good news. Glad right. to hear that. Thank you. All right. So um, we'll go to that caller now. All right, caller. Welcome aboard. Hey, good morning, Truman. Good morning. Hey, I'm just an old country hillbilly boy. I grew up poor, you know. Uh, but, you know, what's going on in the country is, just a division they want to keep people divided um the statue thing you know i'm kind of on the fence about a statue regardless of whether you think it's good or bad if you start taking down statues you're gonna have to start taking down the good ones and the bad ones the people that were bad you can't just uh pick and choose what you want down so if you take down all the statues of the good people on the uh, northern side and then you take down all the ones on the confederate side then we're going to start taking down, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. statues and stuff like that. Um, I mean, uh, it's just a thing about divide. I love people. I love good people. I don't care much for the bad people. But what's going on now is a, a division between the good and the bad. And people You're need right. to wake up and realize that. Yeah. Want to keep so, us divided. Divide and conquer is what it's called. But no yeah. matter what the individual... Uh, did he did something uh, the people for the people that wanted to raise a statue for him but all of that is part of history all that's part of history my my feeling is to leave them alone let them be there and and, uh, uh, people maybe need to be uh, a little bit more into learning history like we used to years ago, exactly. and they don't teach that much anymore. Exactly. And then you will know why that statue is there, and, and it still gives you a part of history. The ones that you're exactly right. And and, yeah, you're right. And Truman, one one other thing is, um, you know, I can't help what happened a hundred or hundred fifty years ago. I wasn't there. I didn't control anything. And the yeah. people need to realize. They were way more good people than they were bad people because yes, if yeah. they weren't more good people than they were bad people, they would still be slavery today. Yeah. Because the good people stood up and said, hey, this is wrong. We're not tolerating this anymore. You're not allowed to own people. That's not right. And so the good yeah, people prevailed. They won. Well, segregation hurt more people uh, than just the black people. Uh, when I was in school in Mississippi, we won the state championship, went undefeated the first year I was down there in junior college. Couldn't go to the National Junior College Tournament because the governor of the state said we will not play against any teams that are integrated. Now, who did that hurt? It hurt yep. me. It hurt my yep. teammates, and it hurt Fulton, Mississippi. I'm not saying we could have won it, but I'm saying that nobody has beat us yet. And uh, <laughs> can you imagine the, the, the publicity we could have brought to the little town of Fulton, Mississippi? But no, the governor was this—he was selfish and he was ignorant, is what it was, and he hurt everybody. Well, I hate—I hate racism, gentlemen, and I think it's everywhere. 
let's say you eliminated all the white people in the world. Do you think racism would stop? Nope, guarantee nope. it. It would be the Hispanics against the blacks, the Arabians against uh, the blacks, and the Mexicans. I mean, it's, it's always going to be there. We just have to learn to love everybody. Yeah, yeah and, and the thing about it is when, when you see these particular issues crop up, more times than not, they are in large cities. And, yeah. and, and when they come in, they, they have uh, certain ethnic groups in each part of, of, of the large cities and things like that. But if you see how they spread out, and one of the reasons that the, the, the Midwest, the South, the, uh, in, in, the, in uh, those type areas where people have migrated to, and have uh, been able to establish themselves with whatever particular traits or, or gifts that they have, they become successful by going out there and working extremely hard to be, to make a place for them in this country. And that's why the country was actually built uh, to give that particular opportunity. Well, a lot of people have that, not that, learned that the secret right. for success is hard work. Yeah. That's yeah. all it takes. Exactly right. and, uh, but yes, you got to do it. Yeah. That's right. Well, you guys have a great day, and uh, I enjoy your show, and take care. Appreciate it. Thank you very much for calling. All right. Boy, this has been a busy show, and a very – I love this show today. Yeah, I like to hear from the people and see what they're thinking. Well, I do too. And, you know, most of them uh, think about, about like we do. Yeah. You know that picture I just showed you? You I couldn't see it. I didn't see it. I didn't have my glasses. Well, it, it was uh, Mo Brown. Oh, the I, very okay. first okay. victory party that we had – she, she, I was at the store, and she said, I want to go to your party. And I said, Mo, I don't ever see you dressed up. And uh, she says, what's that got to do with it? I said, I want you to come in with a dress on and look very nice. Well, that's, I've got that picture. She sent it to me, and she found it where it was hidden somewhere. And uh, she was absolutely gorgeous. She's well, about I, 17 years I old. I saw her in a dress before you did, of course, her eighth grade graduation. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I thought this was the very first one. All right. And, you know, take I, take a look at it. Have you got I your glasses? Yeah. Yeah. And old Timmy even looks good. That's not Timmy. That's no, me. Not. Well, no wonder he see, you can't good. even see the. <laughs> no you don't have your glasses good. on, you big uh, lug. You know, the, the school system. And <laughs> yeah. we, we're friends with Terry Hodden, and we have yeah. a great school system. Yeah, we and do. And I tell everybody, I was never as proud of a school system in my life as I was the year that Middle Tennessee State girls play, were playing in the tournament at Hot Springs, Arkansas, yeah. one of our players got killed. Mm. Well, somebody had to take over and do the talking. And Anne Marie Lanning, yeah. a graduate of Riverdale High School and McFadden School of Excellence and all that, she took over, and she she did the greatest job of anybody could do. And yeah. I was so proud of her and our school system for the way she handled it. Yeah, and great role model. Right, and still is. Talked yeah. to her the other day, and, and uh, for everybody that would like to know, her daddy, Mike, is is getting better. Good. And, buddy, that's great news because that's a great family for Rutherford County. Yeah, and uh, our uh, girls' basketball coach deserved a lot of credit back yes. when all that was going yes. on also. But, you know, if Rick said it, yeah. people would say, well, that's the coach talking. But when Anne Marie said it, yeah. it just it, it put a different light on it. And then, you know, whether you like Dr. McPhee or not, when he had the college airplane to fly the three girls that was on the team the year before to Hot Springs, when they walked in that gym, there wasn't a dry eye in the gym. Yeah. And that that was that showed a lot of class. Yeah. 
And, of course, we were talking about Rick Ensel as, as, right. as the basketball right. coach. Well, I enjoyed it, Larry. Thank you, sir. Me too. Yeah. This is one of the better shows. I really, I love the, uh, the, 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 I guess it's the fellowship that we've got with the audience because when they call in, I love listening to them. It's really you know, special. Uh, I'm going to tell the one that was here earlier that you thought the show was better when she left. Don't you dare say that. <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on nobody, Truman. No. All right, guys, we'll see you in the morning at 9. From Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad Street, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming online at WGNSradio.com. News Radio WGNS.